What's the haps, coconut heads? Welcome to our podcast, where we talk story about culture, creativity, self-care, and our quirky obsessions. Informing, empowering, and entertaining with humor. You're welcome. I'm your host, Jade Fox. And I'm G Supreme. Sit back, unwind, and join us in our conversation. Hello, welcome to the Coconut Connection Podcast. I'm your host, G. Hey, 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 it's Jade. So let's have an update on our bucket list. So um, I had to write down my top three because I forgot what it was. But <laughs> um, I will say that um, out of, okay, so the driving around for Christmas um, lights, I think I'm going to plan that probably a week before Christmas or the nice. week of Christmas. But I want to do it while Johnny is off. So I have to wait till he's off. Um, this week, <clears throat> this past week, I watched um, I watched Last Christmas again. So Aww. I really love that. <laughs> I really love that movie. It's so cute. Um yeah, that's that's one of that's going to be one of my faves cuz watching again, I don't like to watch things over and over again, but I was I was uh I still was laughing at the same parts. Um and that's, and then now you you know the ending, so it's like yeah. you look for the little <laughs> nuggets of like all the clues that show yeah. you what happened at the end. Um then there's this thing on Netflix, it's like kind of like behind the scenes of all the classic uh, holiday classics that you love. So I watched one on Elf, which was another uh, holiday classic that I love. And um, that was really good. It was all behind the scenes of Elf of how it came to be. Um, And if you haven't watched Elf with Will Ferrell, uh, you should because it it, it will be your holiday classic. But um, it's so interesting. It was written by this guy that was unknown. No one knew. I think it was the only thing he ever wrote. And... um, about you know this 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 guy who thinks he's an elf right it's just like and um having will ferrell star in it was um one of the stories was that nobody would want to they're like why would you why would you have a a movie starring will ferrell like you know like it was like a big like huh (laughs) uh they wanted chris farley from oh, SNL, wouldn't yeah, that be a, such a different, been, yeah, a totally different elf? Totally I think it would be funny. But I think it would be funny, <laughs> but it would be totally like the different tone than yes. what Will Ferrell brings to it. So I thought that was interesting because I was like, I did not know that. So, um, so I'm keeping up with my bucket list of like, um, intentionally watching. It's so funny though, Johnny. Like, we'll go through Netflix, and have you ever done this where you're like? You spent 30 minutes looking for something on Netflix yes, to watch. Not watching anything because it's it, like, forget yeah, it. Yeah, no. And my husband's like, let's watch this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then and then it's like, by the time you find something to watch, then you fall asleep. Because it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, all the time. There's nothing. <laughs> I hate that. Like, especially if you want to eat while watching something and you're like, Flipping through and after I just fuck it. Yeah, right? I have to like eat my food. I don't care what the hell I want. I watch the previews like the. the I previews. know. And, oh god. And so Johnny will pick all the Hallmarky like, and I'm that, so that's another reason why it's thirty minutes of us trying to find something because I'm like mm, no 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 you know I'm like, and then I guess they did uh I think it's called 
Princess Switch or Switch the or something. Third like that. one or something again or something. Yeah. Okay. And Johnny's like, they made a sequel. <laughs> and he's like, oh, happy. Like, I think it's Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Right? And he's like, I, I, I watched that last year, the first one. And I was like, okay, it was all right. We watched it all together. And I was like, mm, all right, that's it. Put it to bed. I don't like her. It's all, I, I can't watch Well, that's it. why he was all funny. He was like, but it's Vanessa Hudgens. And I'm like, and? And he's like, she's Filipino. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. <laughs> he's so confused. He's like, but but she's Filipino. I thought you had to support. Uh, I was like. I already did the first one and it was all right. I was like, it's not my like cup of tea, like the whole Christmas romance thing. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. So um, I'll take last Christmas though. I'll take that all Christmas right, romance. Right. I like it. You know, for me, for me. Let's and you know why? <laughs> yes, I do. See, I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know that's your favorite, but we're going to leave it for the listeners. Right, right. I know. We're not going to spoil. <laughs> we're, we've been good about not spoiling. The ending. The ending. That's right. That's right. All right. So what about your bucket list? Which one? Oh, wait. For and me? then actually, I did look up some recipes that I think I want to bake. Oh, okay. But I realized that I don't. Cause I'm not like a sweet toothy person. The best, you know, I, I like coffee, like sweet coffee, yeah. like, like the holiday drinks. But I was like, uh, I don't want to make that. I was like, I don't want to make that. I don't make yeah. that. And I was like, wow, this is a, this is a conundrum because I said that I was going <laughs> to bake something. So I said, I imagined myself wanting to eat something with coffee. So yeah. I decided that I'm, I'm just, it doesn't have to be holiday, but I was like, I think I'm going to do some type of, um, I put down three things that I might want to try and I think I'm going to do it from tasty because tasty oh, is good. always like from, recipe. yeah, they always, I always, I love watching the videos, right? Mm -hmm. Cause it, it makes you feel accomplished even though you didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> so I was like chocolate chip banana bread. I was Ooh. thinking, and for all y'all, uh, if you ever want to make me banana bread, I love banana bread. I just don't like nuts. I don't like nuts. <laughs> don't like nuts in my mouth. So, um, Although I do take out the walnuts. I mean, like, I, that's how much I like it. Um, lemon blueberry coffee cake. I Ooh. thought that was interesting. And cinnamon roll coffee cake. Love but remember, it. I only said one. So I got to pick which one <laughs> looks easy enough for me to do. And I'll let you know. All right. Sounds so what is share? Share. Yeah, I'll share with you. And so what's what's the update on your? So mine, well, we did last week, we did go for a walk outside. You know, mm -hmm. our normal walk, but and everybody's got their Christmas lights up. So oh, yeah. Isn't that so beautiful? Yes. I made it a point to like look at every house. Be present. That had lights. Yes. Yeah. So it was cold. It yes. Felt so it was nice. Like that was nice. It didn't even feel like a walk that we we're doing to like get healthy, but. But we did that. Yeah. Um, I also doodled around a bit. You know, um, I'm trying to practice this one scene one of my favorite scenes, but I'm not going to mention what it is till I like, perfect it. But okay. you know, I was trying and I realized I suck. At the end of the day, I'm not an artist, but you know, everybody's day, an artist. I, I'm trying to perfect it. So, you know, I know it with practice, I'll get better. Yeah. But and we'll just practice. And, and again, it's just for fun, you know, it is, it fun. is, but I would pick the fucking hardest thing, but okay. But you know, that's not, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter what like Monet. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. 
baby steps, baby steps. And lastly, I did. So I, we talked about letter writing and stuff. So I ordered mm-hmm. wax seals and supplies. I got yeah. mine too. I know. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see yours. You know, you know, it's funny that me and Johnny were playing around with it. And, um, oh, you got it already. Yeah, I got it already. Oh. Cause I ordered from Amazon. Um, and so, and I had the, the G with the crown on top. And, um, so oh, we're, how cute. but he was like, so, you know, Johnny's like, let me do it because it has to do with fire, you know, because yeah. because I have a phobia with fire. Yeah, but I will. I have gotten over that by using lighters. Right. So, oh, yeah, I, I'm good. Like, I don't do matches. That's a little. Too oh, much. yeah. But anyway, yeah. so he was doing it. And I swear he almost burned like the the, the table down. But it's not. I, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but the paper was on fire. That's why I was no, like, shut up. I you're was kidding. like, Johnny, how does the paper get on fire when you're melting the mouth? It was weird because the fire, I know the fire was on the wax and the wax dripped onto the paper and (gasps) on it, but it didn't go through. Like it didn't char or anything. It was just on the wax, I guess. Yeah. But it was like, that doesn't look right. I was just like, (laughs) and at the end of the day, he was like, okay, uh, you need to do this while I'm here because I don't trust that you're going to, you're going to burn my house down. So we checked a whole bunch of YouTube videos, all different ways you can melt wax, you yeah. know, and he's like, I think you should do it. And then with practice, obviously, because I think he was he was lighting underneath. So Did you do the wick. Do you have the wick one or do you have the one that doesn't this have this one? I have the one that doesn't have the wick. Okay. Um, but I think because he was lighting the wax underneath it. Oh, but when okay, he okay. then he only experimented by waxing on top, then there was no fire. Okay. So when he went wa- and then it, it kind of burned and then it brought it brought the flame down. I was like, oh, my God. But okay. we, he tried a couple of ways. So we figured that um, the best way, uh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> he, he was just like, he's like, yeah, this totally looks like drug per- paraphernalia. <laughs> did, you, did you do the spoon? The spoon the, one the is first the better one, way. Well, the first one we did the spoon. Yeah. And. And then I got all freaked out because I'm like, my spoon's black, you know? So the the best way that I saw Johnny do it was um was that he lighting the wax on top. And then okay. he took the the took it and he kind of smeared it into a perfect circle. Yes, yes. And then that was the perfect way. Um, that's what he thinks that I should do it. He's just like but um yeah i you know we tried the spoon thing because that's okay but it just says it, it just needs practice but oh girl they have special spoons and special wax that goes in the spoon and you yeah. use a candle, the tea light candle and you just hold that's what i did the tea light candle but with the, the special spoon no i did yeah they gave me a special spoon oh what and it burnt yeah mm-hmm. but, but then but then it yeah, it got black but then johnny cleaned it and then it was fine oh, but okay but I've been reading reviews and reading all these and people have had that experience where the whole, you know, depending on what spoon you get, like, yeah, it, it does either char or yeah. there was one guy that's like, oh, it just literally fell apart. I don't know if it fell apart or yeah. whatever, but that's why Johnny's like, I think the better way is just to directly melt it. And yeah, so I'm going to practice maybe like today, but definitely yeah. practice. But You'll yeah, it's it's fun. Have and he fun. Was, yeah, yeah, so that I got my stuff and then I actually did write a letter to someone that was like a couple weeks ago. So I I got all my addresses, you know, for Good. for in preparation. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Awesome. I know. I love it. I love it all so much. 
All right. So we're going to today we're going to talk about um, uh, the legend of Mulan. And um, well, we're going to actually today we're going to talk about Mulan, the films, uh, predominantly uh, the Disney films. Um, and um, hold on. I try Let's. Have- Get down to business. (laughs) (laughs) I love the music. I love the music. I do. Animated music can't be beat, but especially, yeah, especially that one that was really good. And I like that was an overly like too many. Sometimes I feel like I think with musicals. Yes. There's too many songs like like let's just show me action. This one I felt like the the Mulan 1998 animated one. It had the right amount of music. It did. Right. It didn't have too much music. And um, um, I like that, like, they didn't have, like, an ending, like, an ending where they all sing at the end. Yeah. It was just a kind of tenderhearted, like, thing. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. So um, the um, there's uh, two Disney versions, the 1998 and the, la- the latest one, 2020, the live action um, film and we're going to talk about both of them and they're both based on the legend of Mulan which is uh, which is it's over a thousand over a thousand years old I think and um, there are many versions of um, this story um, which I won't get into I, I I I took one whole day reading all of them and I'm like there's no way I can condense it all like because they're all different types of versions depending on the the social climate at that time um depending on um you know who's telling the story um there's a, a lot of landmarks in china that claim that this is where mulan is from but um there's no evidence that she was a real person um but her legend has inspired um um a lot of people um and i will talk about one of the versions that i thought was interesting um later um, so Mulan in 1998, I was thinking about who was I then? What was I doing? I was an already an adult at that time. Um, I believe it was my first, first year that I became a teacher. Um, so it was like my first, like a real job, I guess, real career job. And actually while I was watching the, the anime, the animated, um, film, I was like, I had a memory. I'm like, I think I watched it with you, Jade. I, you know, because I had a memory like, boom, like I see. Now we're just always singing. We're just always singing. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I saw us in the bathroom of the the movie theater. What? Yes. This is why I know that I saw it because we were laughing. Obviously, (laughs) we're laughing about not the movie. Because you're like, oh, my God, I think this. Uh, I probably will edit this out because uh, but I was going to tell you this before. But yeah. um, I forgot. Um, but um, yeah, we were in the bathroom and we we're talking about how much we I think we I think we're saying that we liked the movie, but or or that we were OK. It's either we saw the movie together or we saw the trailer of the movie together. OK, one of those, because the thing that sticks out to me was like, you're like, I like the part where she says that you know that um that something about the flower going um, oh that blooms that blooms in the snow (laughs) and i was like it's not the snow there's no snow and they're like she's like no it is you're like it is it's the flower that blooms in the snow and i'm like (laughs) i'm telling you it's not the snow 
pretty vivid. Uh, no, because I remember because I thought that's like the conversation. Because you're always right about the no. detail. And I'm, no, that's that's I was like, I'm going to edit this out. I don't trust that. I'm going to edit this out because it was so funny because I'm like, I was kind of laughing inside because I'm like, okay, let me write this quote down. I was thinking the rose. I was thinking the, the rose, the rose that, that lives through the through the snow. And I'm like, it didn't say snow. <laughs> so this is the actual quote. The flower that blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of all. This is true. You know what I was thinking? I must have been thinking the the Barbara Stra. No, Bette Midler. Who's the Bette Midler? The rose. That's what I was. I was must have been thinking. Right, the flower in the winter becomes the rose. Right. That, yeah. That, 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 okay. That makes sense. Oh, there yeah, you go. Okay. See completely. now that makes sense. There you go. See, Jane okay. has a now reason. I can complete the circle because I was like, where, where is she talking about the snow? <laughs> Thanks for pointing out another flaw. Of mine. I know, I know. I don't really that out, but I was going to mention that before funny. we recorded because I was like, it was, that's how I knew. I'm like, we we either watched it together or we saw the trailer together because I was like, I remember us in the bathroom arguing about what the actual quote was while I was peeing. And I was like, it's not the snow. <laughs> No. You know, you know, Jade listens and You're hears like, the things she the wants. You know, she <laughs> there hears the rose. She There's no roses in China. <laughs> classic, classic. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's a classic. That was a classic one. Um, all right. All right. So let's get into it. Let's talk about right, let's do it. the characters. So, the, of course, let's talk about Mulan. Mulan, Mulan 1988 versus Mulan 2020. So I'll let's start with you. What do you, what okay. did you think? You know what? Watching okay. both of them. So I love them both. And although like I watched it with my daughter, so we'll have both of our opinions. But although we both agreed that we, you know, we were living for the stronger, more skilled Mulan in the live action. Um, we liked that, that she, we, we liked that she didn't have to learn anything, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of, she came to the table knowing all this stuff already. Mm. So I like it. But in the animation, I loved how Mulan showed her growth and coming into her own more. I, I felt that was more because she was more, she had her own personality, but she was a little more different. She learned how to be strong and be independent. So that's, that was my take on the Mulan. So I, yeah. I love them both. I, you know, I did actually surprisingly like them both, even though I have a lot of things to say about it, but mm-hmm. um I watching Mulan the the animated. I I thought I was gonna get bored. I don't know why I thought I was gonna get bored because sometimes I'm like, eh. yeah, you know, I want to be entertained. Like as somebody who's in their forties, I'm like, I want to be entertained. Like I don't want to like see it through a kid's eyes. I want to see it through mine. So I thought watching it again as an older person, um, I thought it was still hold up. It still yes. held up. The animation yeah, was sure. beautiful. The music was great. Yes. It um, was a humorous. It was very humorous, humorous and I yes. still laughed out loud. Yes, me too. So, um, so I felt like Mulan in in, in um the animation, yeah, showed a lot of humor and mm. um and uh a lot of uh just energy. Yeah. Youthful energy, whereas in the 2020 um, Mulan, she was a lot more serious. I felt even though she was very acrobatic and she had skills from very young, which made you 
it, it sold it sold it to you more that she yes. could be able to go to be a exactly, soldier. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she didn't have to rely on anybody else, really. Like, yeah. Me. So, um, so that sold it. Like, yeah, she could do it. She mm-hmm. could get on a horse and like be this person. Um, I found which was very interesting, um, because bound feet. Um, when you're when you're uh, a young girl, they bind your feet to make sure that they grow. They don't grow anymore. They grow kind of like deformed, very small. Mm-hmm. And so there was a part in the 2020, a glimpse of it where she actually unbinds her feet. You know, I didn't get that yeah. when I saw that. I thought they, it was didn't, just that- they didn't mention it, but that's what that was. Was it? Are you sure? I'm sure because I was like, does she have bandages because she was no. she hurt her feet? Interesting. So she had to. That was a good. I did yeah. not. Yeah, and I thought it was like, oh, that's a good historical thing because, um, researching the legend of Mulan, one of the plays that are about Mulan has her, uh, becoming becoming a man in front of the state in in the in the audience, which was known very sexual because when she unbinds her feet like that's supposed to be like a sexual thing like wow for her to take off that bandage and so um and actually and i think she actually undresses like in this play like you know um yeah um and so uh that unbinding what and then actually be. in the legend and one of the the stories of milan she comes back right and she binds she binds her feet again so this is the this is the problematic thing about Mulan to me about the story Mulan is that she comes back and and I'm not spoiling it for anybody because I think I think everybody's watched the Mulan cartoon. Yeah. She comes back to her home. But in one of the stories that she goes, she has she goes back, she puts her makeup on, she puts her dress back on and she binds her feet again, wow. which I think what does it say about you know a woman's place yeah like she was a man at that one brief moment Mm -hmm. and almost had that freedom and then now in order to be uh to play your role you have to uh you have to put the shackles back on you know you have to like find yourself um another part that was interesting was that was different from the uh animated version was that um the, the animated version she cuts her hair off yes Yes. Whereas they, she doesn't, it doesn't, which makes sense because they have long hair and guys yeah. have long hair. Yeah. But can you, can we just tell this though? Her hair looks so fucking good. Like, no, I- <laughs> where did the curls come from? So I that's know, why you differentiate like, the girls. She's so glamorous. Girls, <laughs> like beautiful. We're like, damn. I was like, damn, that- she looked uh-huh. too sexy. I was like, how did her hair get all curled? How long? I know. Was I, was I guess like, like, being in that bun, being in that bun. I just, guess so. Cause I was like, Wow. I was like, okay, at least they made it look not like perfectly straight. And yeah. it was like wavy, but it was like 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 beachy curls, like yes, beachy waves. Totally you know what I mean? And what I loved was at the end, Ming uh Na Wen, who was the voice of Mulan. Yes, cameo. Cameo. I was like, yeah, I was here for it. And she's actually in The Mandalorian, right? She's, yes, yes, she's okay, in The right. Mandalorian. Just, and right. she was in Joy Luck Club and yes. a bunch of stuff. And I, yeah, I love that her. That was a nice thing. I was like, I know her. That's yes, great. yes. All right, let's move on to dad. Okay, move on. The okay. dad, the father, right. the father. Okay. So 
we all know this is this movie had to be fiction because there ain't no way that some Asian father is gonna apologize to his kids first okay, of all and then you. hug them. Okay? And then hug them. Okay. So movie. Movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's yeah, the animation one especially was really it was like a tender moment at the end, you know, when yeah, she at comes the end. back. <laughs> At the end, yeah, we're gonna talk about the ending of the animation. One. It's like, and I had to write it down because it did kind of like a tear in my eye because yes, I was like, it was emotional. Was, yeah, it, it was, was emotional. He was a lot more nurturing and yes. outwardly loving, and and he yes. was very accepting of Mulan. Like he was like, yeah, there was a quote. Encouraging. There was a quote. I don't know. I didn't write the quote down, but I know it's not in the snow. But um, <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said something like about the flower that that blooms that there's he did like, say he did say it. I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna try <laughs> I'm not gonna try to go there because I do know what you're saying but he was basically yes. telling Milan like it's okay to be who you are yes you, but you, you will bloom you will bloom when you're ready yes and that was so that was the the dad and the animated one which I thought was very sweet and I love it and like you said probably every Asian kid in the audience was like I wish my father was like that. right it's, although it's like yeah, that is true. It's but it's fake, fake, fake. fake <laughs> but my daughter laughed about the "I'm the father, you're the daughter" conversation yes. because she's like, "I just had that." She's like, "Oh my god, me and dad." Oh, that's real. Yeah. I, I got, okay, so let's let's talk about the live action one. So the 2020 one, the dad was much more tough. Yes. Much more like in line with what you what 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 um it seemed more real to me in that yeah. part because he was always like, "No, you're even like." They would have personal conversations, very yes. tender moments. But in front of everybody, he would just like know your place. Yeah, it was very much know your place. And that part when he slammed his his he like slammed his <laughs> his fist against the table, I I got scared. I was like, <laughs> oh my god! But I'm like, he's gonna slap her. Like, I yeah. Was like, yeah. <laughs> would have been a totally been different. Real that would have been a totally different Disney movie. Real life, more real life. <laughs> But he kept on saying, you know, cheese for warriors, not daughters. Yeah. And so it was very clear, which I appreciated, I guess, what they when they pointed it out more that the whole like your daughter, like you listen to me like and uh, I'm the one that's supposed to bring honor to the family. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I felt like it was real. But yeah. Um, at the well, we're not gonna talk about the ending because yeah, yeah. I got I got questions about the ending, but okay, <laughs> not questions, but just like uh, just things that I that I noticed about it. But yeah, I felt like they did play the dad a little bit a a, a lot more different. Yeah. Okay. Um. So there's uh the okay. So in the 1998 version, they have Li Shang, who's like the captain or whatever the mm -hmm. the leader guy that trains everybody that, yes. that makes a man out of everybody right <laughs> um and um in the the 2020 version they um have uh kind of a quote-unquote love interest which you know that i hate yeah. that but yeah. but, but um, you i'm i'm sure you were satisfied a bit because yeah because they didn't go into it it wasn't the main thing go. like mm -hmm. like because that wouldn't make any like it wouldn't okay it would make sense because that could happen. Like I, I yes. just started thinking of the 80s and um, again dating myself, the 80s, um, was it 80s uh movie about just one of the guys? 
mm-hmm. and how okay so the story of that one is that the, uh, this girl who was uh, in the high school she wanted to she she wrote an article uh to the newspaper the school newspaper and she swears that the reason why they didn't run it was because she was a girl so she enrolls herself in a uh in another high school as a boy and one of the best she 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 uh makes friends with this guy and they uh she ends up falling in love with this guy of course and then of course and then she has to tell him that she's a girl you know and so um he feels betrayed obviously because he thought she was a guy all this time so what i'm saying is that it's problematic because you know for them to to for the first one to uh um insinuate or imply that Li Shang, her commanding officer or whatever, um, that they fall in love is kind of problematic to me because oh, I'm just, yeah. yeah, because I'm just like, and especially nowadays with that whole sexual, I mean, you know, yeah, you authority figure that just would authority not, figure. Yeah, yeah. And then like, would she really like, would Li Shang really be like coming over to her village and want to see her? Like, I, right? I don't, I think he would be like, uh, get away from me. Like, like, I don't think he would want anything to do with her, with Mulan. Yeah. Knowing that he was just, she was deceiving him. And even if he had feelings for her, like it would be really problematic. Like I just, there's just so oh, much things sure. to it. Like, I don't for think sure. Disney should have just wrapped it up. Like this was, yeah, they, they're going to have like a, a romantic thing. But I guess well, it's tough because I, you know, I do like that. But like, I actually thought the Li Shang animated version, he was a lot cuter, hotter. Like I, I felt, oh, like yeah. I felt like he was more manly and like physically, you know, and in, in mm. physicality and his attitude. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, he uh, he was at. I did like the end because it was romantic, you know, uh, like of that. the which the, so the animated. I like the, the animation. Uh huh. And and in a way, they they were a bit equal, but not really. I felt like he still had one leg up on her in terms of like his. And I like that. I I am into like the man being a little more. I'm weird that way. Like mm-hmm. just a little more skill wise, if it's going to be fighting, because Cheng Huang Hong Hui, mm-hmm. he was cute, but he is more boyish, and I didn't. I felt like Mulan was stronger than him. Like she was definitely, you know, stronger than him. So I wasn't like, is it okay? Well, so, um, so in the 2020 version, they kind of, they got rid of Li Shang's like character and they split his character into two characters, Mm -hmm. which is the commander and Cheng Hong Kui. Right. So, um, I thought that was interesting. And I thought that was actually a good resolution to the first one. Cause I was like, yeah, it was a better realistic. Like I could believe. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like the authority, like, you know, him being commander and him like what? Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that, you know, that the commander really liked Mulan as, you know, as the man. Yes. uh, Wanting to wanting to match him up with his his daughter. That was so, oh, I, know, <laughs> I know that, that was, was like so painful. Like, oh. That was I'm like, uh oh. they did they went there. I was like, they didn't have to go there. I know. It was like, oh, it hurt my heart. They didn't they didn't have heart. to go there. I'm like, uh so many questions. But like <laughs> I guess we're here for it. Like this is a different time. Like yeah. I guess you could have those questions with your kid. Yeah. Um so um I like that they changed that and uh and 
and left it open. Let's just say mm-hmm. they left the door open for that rom- romance to be whatever it is. Live action was really about her. Like it was her story. It was about like women in ba- women empowerment. Yeah. Like I felt I like that they didn't cloud it with a romance in, in a yeah. way. You know what I mean? <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to let's talk about um in the 1998 version, there's this eagle that flies around and he's kind of like the symbol of the Huns, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the, uh, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but um, Jianyang, Jianyang, which is, uh, she's she's uh, she fights alongside um, the villain, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about later, uh, Bori Khan. And um, so I love her. Oh, yes. I love her character. Um, love because I was mad for her. Like I could yes. feel like the anger because they, she had so much power, so yes. much power. Right. But yet she didn't have power. And the yeah. only time she had power was when she was a man, which I thought yeah. was, which I thought was ironic because it's like both Mulan and her only have power when they're men. Okay, I see what you're saying there. I like that. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, so. because she didn't she didn't turn herself into a woman. Like like she didn't, you know, she didn't how she can so yes. Jian, Jian Yang can actually possess somebody's body or whatever. Yes. But it was always a man's body because yes. you could always pass. You, you yeah. the guys have a pass. Like it's a it's like a born pass, right? And um and I the and I liked how they said it. They said it very plainly in the movie that, you know, they're like, you're a witch. And she's just like, and she looked at herself as a warrior. Mm -hmm. And what's the difference, really? It's she has power. And Mm -hmm. um, but they even though she had she could probably do a lot of damage to all of those guys. Mm -hmm, mm hmm. She was still belittled because she's like, oh, well, you, you have this witch. They, by made your side. Sure to put, they they were very clear in the live action to put women back in those days in their place. They mm-hmm. were not, you know, and so that came through and that, you know, but I that's why I loved her character because she was very strong. It was sad mm-hmm. for her. You felt it was sad, sad for I, her. They humanized yeah. her, I think, in that sense of they made you feel for her because of the situation they put her in. And, and like, I being used. And I could see that um, how she could see that her and Mulan could be an alliance together. You yes. know, I could see that and it would make sense, you know, like like she's powerful skill wise and physically wise and she's smart, you know, yes. and then you have Jian Yang. It's like she's she's powerful, like she's she's magical. Mm-hmm. And but do, it's that deducement like it's kind of like what's happening right now the yes. name, the word bruja in um in tagalog and in spanish they've turned it around like bruja is like a bad thing like you are like uh like something that should be avoided you know and now people are embracing that that ma- that word like i have magic like i'm i'm a badass because i have i i hold my magic with me so i thought interesting how they used it in Mulan about the Bruja slash warrior and really they're all in one and the same and did you feel that I felt this but I felt like 
she empowered Mulan to be who she really was. Like that was my take. I mean, without giving anything away, like I felt like she empowered her and did things to her to make Mulan realize that, you know, this is who I am. Like mm-hmm. I should not be hiding like who I am. You know? And I like that they weren't enemies. No. You know, it's so easy to just put woman against woman. Yes. And they didn't do that. It was just like she was actually trying to align with Mulan and Mulan was trying to know this is me. Like I, I, uh, there, I have to do this because of my, yeah. like my heart is, or my, my um, bravery is telling me to do mm-hmm. th- this, you know, go this way. Even though they were in a sense, in the same boat yeah their connection was great i really enjoyed their connection yeah, i really night. loved i loved that that uh, that um that character yeah that ad there agreed and i love that they incorporated the eagle part because yes. it kind of was a nod to the 1998 with the eagle flying around mm-hmm. all right um so the ancestor part in 1998 um was hilarious um um, I thought the jokes in that was, was hilarious. And of course the dragon Mushu, um, his his lines were just so funny. Like Mushu, <laughs> Eddie Murphy is Mushu. Eddie Murphy Mushu. I was like, I, I am not even <laughs> hating on that now after how many years later. I was like, it still fits. It, it does. still fucking fits. And I'm like, his lines, like. If you look in IMDb and they have a lot of his quotes, I'm just like laughing out loud, just reading them. <laughs> and then some you may even miss. I could probably watch it again and be like, yes. oh, yeah. And so it's still the joke still hit. Yeah. The joke still hit. Um, and then um, I thought, you know, them replacing it with the Phoenix in the 2020 uh, version was an interesting choice, um, which mm. which actually fit the style and the tone of the movie. It did, you know, it was okay, and I guess it worked in a way because that Phoenix didn't need to encourage her like Mushu, you know, with his th- yeah. His line and stuff. She was just more of a symbol. Yeah, she yeah. She had to keep on keeping on being brave and courageous. Did you did you feel like did you sense Game of Thrones there? Part of, I'm not gonna say, but in one scene, did you feel like a bit of Game of Thrones where? Uh, the wings, you know, the wings rise up and sh- it's like, <laughs> I'm trying not to get <laughs> People should have seen this already, but still, but yeah. like, it's where the wings come up behind her sort of in a way. And oh, it, I saw that part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like Danner, you know, I was like, thinking more X-Men. Oh, okay. You know, oh, the, nice. what's her name? What's her name? The feet when she becomes the feet. Yeah, yeah. I um, thought about yeah. that. I thought about okay. that, you know, rising above the ashes. Like, you know, um, I thought that was interesting that instead of they were kind of replaced that scene. I, I like that it wasn't like scene for scene, like the same movie. Yeah, like, I appreciated that. Yeah. And I appreciated that they replaced it with something else that that also is a good like I think both are good. Mm-hmm. Like the one where she goes, the ancestors ancestors are talking, whereas um and um and that Mushu is more like a person. Like yeah. he has flaws because yeah. he's yeah. like he wants respect and like he wants the honor. So he he goes out there and he becomes um Mulan's uh guardian. Uh, guardian. Yeah. 
for his own reasons, yeah. not for to help anybody else. So I thought that was interesting and they're much a real thing to do. And yeah. um, going back, though, I forgot Mulan. I was reading um, actually means warrior. So. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. okay. Thank you for that. I did not realize that. Yeah. In, in some translations, uh, Mulan literally means warrior. Um, okay. So we talked about this. Um, well, we talk about this. I think we talked about this earlier, but talking about roles, knowing your place and, um, you know, that whole ideology, which is not very far from like even what we experience here in America. It's not just the Asian Chinese thing. I think um, I think as much as America and we want to feel like, OK, you you are individual and you are independent. I think part of it is still like our roles as women and men. And I'm always like talking about that, you know, uh, with, here at home, you know, like, you know, uh, I am not your typical person that's going to be like, I don't cook, you know, um, and I don't I'm not I feel like I'm not as nurturing as a person mm -hmm. as you would think as a, a feminine uh, person, but uh, roles as a man and woman usually are like the women are like part of are in charge of the home, right? Mm -hmm. The kids, the family, the birthing, everything, right? And then the man is out there being the soldier or the protector. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's set up that um that that boys are groomed to be those people, whereas women are groomed groomed to just take care of people and listen to the head of the household. Yeah, that was stressed very strongly in this, but it was the period, you know, it was the period. It's the know. period, but it's very much alive today too. Like True. if you see the politicians, most of them are men. Most True. of them are white men. That want to um, take away your right. This is yeah, true. exactly. They're always trying to, I mean, why is reproductive rights on the table at all? Mm -hmm. Like, aren't we like, haven't we evolved since then? And, um, you know, uh, a lot of uh, religious um, icons are all men too. Like you see Buddha and you see Jesus and God is mostly seen as a man. Like, I think that's something to say. And we, I think we're still struggling through this whole role. What is your role? Know your place. Um, True. No, I agree. I mean, I know in my house, my dad was the king of the cat. He was always like, I'm the king of my castle. And he's just like, I'm because I said so, like kind of thing. You don't question it. And if you question it, then you are going outside of your role. You know, um, uh, I was kind of fortunate that my parents were never like, oh, act like a lady. Like, yeah. so I thank God. But um, they I uh, um, or they never said don't laugh too loud. They weren't like that. So I don't really feel like that was it, but very much so like listen to your parents or mm -hmm. listen to your father. Like they know best, you know, um, that kind of thing. So I kind of like have experienced some of that, like to some degree. I think but, we both have, we, but, you know, cause it's, you know, like we have to know, you know, be respectful or, or know our place. Our parents are like the authority figure and we just have to like do as my mom's favorite thing do as I say not as I do. I do yeah that was her big thing and then I feel like the people that I've worked for mostly have been men 
like uh, even I think principals is mostly women, but I I have seen a difference in my opinion. I've seen a difference of um, when when uh, men are in power and are principals, it's a different feeling. Um, the community looks at them differently as opposed to women. Women, I feel like need to prove things more like women principles, in my opinion, like um, so it's very much alive and well, like this kind of thinking, because you, we've all been raised by that um, or they they've been raised by thinking, you know, um, men know best and men are there. They know better, you know. So um, I think that that is something that still is a good talking point about talking what our roles are and to kind of smash those those roles like um when I definitely uh, have smashed it because I'm like, I don't do any of those things. Like um, um, I, we always had this thing where it's like, you know, me and Johnny's roles as when we were foster parents, I was the one that filled everything out because <laughs> there was a lot of paperwork every yeah. week. And I was, with, and I went to meetings and took notes and Johnny was, he cooked, he cooked, he taught the kids how to bathe. Like he was like, he, was in that role and he was yeah. glad to be in that role. He was, he was there. We had boys and he was like, I'm here to teach them how to be a man. But he taught them how to, how to take care of house, take care of their, fold their clothes, you know, keep, like it was like, it was like the role reversal and it was perfectly fine. Like you just fall into the, what your strengths are. And I think, um, and I said, you know, we, we have these conversations like, like you didn't marry me for my cooking. Like you did not. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't my strong suit. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and he's like, that's for sure. He's like, thank <laughs> God I cook. Cause I'd be starving right now. But, um, you know, um, I think those are, those roles are so relevant, even though we could say, Oh, that was like a long time ago. They still exist, especially in the workplace. Um, okay. So what were other differences that you noticed from, um, um so well the cast right so uh the addition of her sister um also mm -hmm. like we talked about the general or the you know donnie yen's character mm -hmm. and the witch so yeah those i like the additions i appreciated the similarities that they tried to do with like the soldiers but mm -hmm. um i also like i i really like the additions that made it kind of gave it more um personality i think when they added yeah um there's this part where you know she she finally takes a, a bath and yeah. like i was waiting for like the whole like the whole army like, she, didn't take a she didn't take a shower this whole time okay no. so take that's kind of consistent with the story um that she couldn't you know take a shower or like you know ex yeah. excuse yourself to go to the bathroom and and that made it, it the the people the guys in the story we're kind of like, what? Like, what's going Like, that's weird, you know? Yeah. But they, you know, in the, in the films, they're just like, you stink. Like, it's just yeah. like, you know, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I was waiting for like all the other guys to jump right? in the like, pool. How, how <laughs> was that going to happen? Yeah, that was, that was good. That was yeah, good. that was good. That was good. I was like, that was, that was. They only I, added the one person, but yeah. Yeah, uh, which would be awkward. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Yeah. And um, yeah, so both scenes I felt were valid. Like I could see guys totally playing in the water mm -hmm. and, you know, like totally do that and be free, you know, yeah. 
And then, but I felt like it's way more awkward when it's like just the one guy that keeps on getting closer and closer. To you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Can't leave me alone. Um, so um, uh, so yeah, looking at the cast, uh, of course, the animated version is all the, the voices, right? Yeah. So they had more of a diverse kind of like voices, but I appreciated uh, like, so Pat Morita, of course we love him because of Karate Kid. Yes, My obsession. So he was the emperor of the animated version. And then for the live action version, Jet Li was the emperor. It did not look like him, right? It didn't. It did, it did not look like him. I was waiting to the credits. I'm like, okay, who do I know? And I'm like, oh my God, Jet Li was the emperor. Yeah. I, have to, I go, I got to rewind this again because I didn't even recognize him at all. Um, the story, fun fact, is that he turned down the role. Oh. He felt like it was he didn't get paid that much. He didn't no. pay, yes, but and so he rejected the role because he felt like it wasn't a good role. Like it wasn't like they didn't pay him as much as he's worth. It's okay, but the story goes that his daughters reminded him how important this movie was. So oh, he's like, okay. you're right, you're right. He this didn't even a- have that much of a role. For I know he didn't I even mean, fight or anything. Did he even fight? Oh yeah, he did exactly. fight. He did. Did he fight? Yeah, he did fight. No, no, he, he got did. tied up. Yeah, he got tied up, but he and he did this one thing that was really cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was he like did. Donnie Yen did more fighting. I think Donnie and I love Donnie Yen. Yeah, yeah. oh man, no, yeah. yeah. It man, it yeah, man dude. is perfect. So good. So I was good. like perfect casting. <laughs> um, talking about perfect casting. So Bori Khan, Jason Scott Lee. Yes, oh. I was here for it. <laughs> I was here for it. Like, okay, so the animated version, I kind of hated the fact that. The Huns. I mean, I get it. They're supposed to look scary. Like the main yeah. guy was scary looking. Like he was, but he was not even a color. He was like gray brown. That's true. It was like a palo. Like, and I was like, uh, colorism. I was just like, okay, <laughs> he's the darkest guy in the whole film, and yeah. he's bad. So yeah. I was like, mm. but with uh, Bori Khan, um, I get it. Maybe he's out in the sun a lot because you know he's on his horse a lot, and so he's tan. <laughs> That's right. He's he's outdoors. <laughs> Outdoors, outdoors, but I was like, I am here for it, like, because usually he plays a good guy, you know. He yeah. was Bruce Lee at one point. Um, this is, and I was looking up. He he has played three roles in Disney. He was uh, Mowgli oh. in Jungle Book. Oh yes, no, he looked familiar. Yeah. I did not look into the kicks. Okay, uh, all right. So yeah, that's probably where he's more recognizable. Because the other one was like he was in, um, he was uh, the voice in Leo and Stitch as well and then the third one I can't oh the, this one is his third role in Disney and then of okay. course he played Bruce Lee in Bruce Lee um so I am here for it and they they changed it to this character instead of the quote unquote Huns because it's at historically yes. more correct more accurate oh, I guess okay okay yeah and they were still both bad at I mean both the Huns and oh yeah Ron, but they, they were the one the bad. animated version was like scary like I was just like yeah it was it's not even a real color <laughs> He's so he's dark, but gray dark. I don't know. Um, the matchmakers. Let's talk about the matchmakers. Oh. <laughs> and the matchmaker scenes. The match were were different, different but same. Yes. So yes. the one in the animated was obviously more comical. And they had yes. the whole music musical part, which still kind of like showed them getting dressed up and the yes. training, and then the makeup and. And learning how to serve people. That was kind of like the um, the similarities. Um, 
And um, but the animated version was a lot more funnier and humorous. Yeah. And I, I liked the live action part of that scene because mm-hmm. it she the reasons for things going wrong, it felt more legitimately like how Mulan, her character, um would have been, you know, yes. because she's not clumsy and she's not someone who wouldn't know things, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, you see yeah. like Mulan's more humorous and like kind of yeah. awkward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because I found this quote that the matchmaker had said in to Mulan in the live action. She said, you are quiet, composed, grateful and disciplined. That makes you a perfect wife. <laughs> and I thought about that. I'm like, OK. I'm not the perfect wife, awfully, obviously. But (laughs) I was like, but you know what? Mulan is, is, she is, she is quiet. She's not really loud. Yeah. She's composed. She's very graceful. True. She doesn't like fly off the handle. Like she's like, yeah, yeah. And um, I meant to say graceful, not grateful. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. And discipline. So in a sense, but she's just, just differently like so the matchmaker was right she is yeah. that but it's just not the way that you would think she's not about tea ceremonies and stuff like yeah. that um uh and then there was this part which i which i didn't find which i noticed when i was watching it was that you know your whole role is to be invisible mm. Mm-hmm. So you can't be like making a lot of noise and like clumsy and everything you have to be graceful composed and you have to be invisible like that's a a trait that you must movie, have. Movie stoned to death back in the. I know. Charlie I don't know I what what I would do. <laughs> I don't know. And then in there, Mulan says, "She says, um, loyal, brave, and true. It is my duty to protect my family." So I feel like she. That's true too. That's a true statement. Um, that um, that that kind of encompasses who her values are. But I also think that the matchmaker was right in the fact that she was all those other things too. Um, so, um, and uh, let's talk about singing voices. So uh, Donnie Osmond was Lee Shang's singing voice. Oh, yes, that's correct. And uh, Leah Salonga was Mulan's singing voice. Yes. So represent right, Filipinos right. represent. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's what I have. I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Uh, I, I did, did too. Yeah. I don't know why people didn't like. There are a lot of people who didn't like it, and I really and and yeah, I would think that I would be the more it. most critical because you know me. I love my movies, yeah, and I do really think deeply, especially if it's remakes. And I felt like they did a good job. Like, they did. Excellent job. Like, you know, I'm a romantic, but I love yes. that they didn't go there. Like, I, I mean, I love that they didn't. Yeah. That wasn't the main thing that it made the movie totally like enjoyable for it me. Did. In that sense. It like, did. And casting was great. Casting yeah. was great. And I thought I would actually cringe more watching the animated one because it was 1998 and things have changed. But honestly, I actually and Mulan wasn't my favorite. Wasn't my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, you know, um, Disney Disney film like um and so I feel like now it is because now now I can appreciate yeah. it more but I thought it was going to be way more cringeworthy like it's like it's yeah. going to have so many references they're going to be so outdated and I was like no I could still appreciate it for for what it was and what it is and um now um 
I think the added elements added to it and didn't take away from it. Agreed. I did watch the other, the animated Mulan too. And I, I still enjoyed it, but I probably enjoyed it a lot more. Cause like you said, I could appreciate, I could appreciate that, you know, like, cause Beauty and the Beast, you know, is one of my favorites, but mm. seeing Mulan's my daughter's favorite, but um, mm. I can now appreciate that. Well, I always love the humor, but I think now it's like, I understand, like, I was like, wow, like her character and how she was like, I could, it really, I could appreciate that. So yeah, I both are just so great. And I, I hope everybody watches it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and enjoys it. It's just, it's a great movie. It is. Did you watch the Mulan movies? What did you think of our viewpoints and opinions? What came up for you either in the movie or our discussion? Share our podcast with at least one friend that might like our episodes. We would love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message on the Anchor app. You can also leave a comment on our social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for The Coconut Connection. Our handles are in the show's notes. Or you can email us at coconutconnection, the number two, at gmail.com. Uh, last thoughts. Um, it's funny how you brought Beauty and the Beast because uh, there's so much to that. There's so much to that <laughs> story. Don't get me started. Um, just like, you know, her, her, her dad having a pimper out. Not pimper out, but... <laughs> Basically, like, here's my daughter, have her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. again, let's talk about, like, women's rights. And she just wants to read. She just wants to read and be smart. <laughs> and that's what I love about with Mulan is, like, she was smart. Like, she wasn't just skilled. But yeah. she was smart. And in the first one and the second, I mean, in the animated one, she was, she, it was because she was smart. Uh, well, on both of them, because of her, her skills of being smart, she was actually the one that, that helped defeat that whole battle. So, um, so yeah, um, yeah, because Beauty and the Beast have the it has the animation and it has the live yeah. action. Yeah, should we do that one too? I, I don't know, know, right? Let's let's ruin <laughs> let's ruin all of your fairy tales. Let's do that. Let's do I'll, it. I let's will ruin it. all of them. <laughs> um, that's why I love Moana. That's why I have Aww. I have a heart for her because and you know, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch, and, and Lilo, Lilo, Lilo reminds me of of me. I feel like me as a kid inside. Um, it's and and now that I'm an adult, I just because I'm so free in my house. Like, yeah, like Johnny often, you know, is like you're Lilo because you're so <laughs> bratty. Like you know, what I mean, so so anyway, um. All right. So the next, um, yeah, next, next fall- episode, you tell us. Tell I us, will, Kate. you know, follow along next week, guys, for the third installment in the series, The Millionth Journey to a Healthier Me, where we're going to discuss eating disorders versus disordered eating mm-hmm. and overcoming the obstacles. So a lot right. to cover there. That's going to be a big, big reveal. That's going to part. Yeah, that's going to be heavy. Yeah. Yeah. This It's a thing that drove me to this to these series the thing okay. that i realized in this next one so yes looking a lot forward to it looking forward uncovering to it. so yes so thank all right. you all you thank know thank you for- guys for listening yeah. every single week and 
um, comment if uh, comment in our Instagram or Facebook and let us know, or even email us and let us know um, if you have any suggestions or you want to come on and be a guest. Yes, yes. Fun. And have a good week, guys. Bye. Definitely. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast, The Coconut Connection. I'm Jade. And I'm G. Until next time, try smize. No stink eye. Stay woke, not broke. Peace.